Hello, hello. Welcome back to episode number 20 of the Leading Yourself podcast. Today, we're going to continue to talk about the impacts of the coronavirus in our lives. We've talked about how to live our best lives in the middle of the COVID-19. We also talked about tips for working from home. Today, I want to talk about anxiety and stress. You know, it's totally normal to feel overwhelmed, stressed, scared, or even feel anxiety right now. I can guarantee you one thing, you are not alone. But if you are feeling any of these feelings, today I want to share with you some tips to help you cope and manage your stress and your anxiety in the middle of the quarantine. So let's dig in into today's episode. Welcome to the Leading Yourself podcast. This is your host, Carolina de Arriba. I'm an HR professional, health and fitness coach, wife, mom, and above all things, a goal getter. In this podcast, we're going to be digging into all things leadership, professional and career development, habits, and relationships. This is a podcast for those who want to become the best version of themselves. Those who have big dreams and are willing to embrace the journey and put in the work to achieve them. My goal is to share with you the tools, tips, and tricks to help you in your journey. So let's dig in into today's episode. If you're feeling stressed, overwhelmed, or anxious right now, as I said in the introduction, is completely normal. Our lives are completely upside down as a result of the coronavirus. You just need to read the news. Hundreds of thousands of people are sick. Thousands have died. We struggle to find basic groceries. We're stuck at home without being able to interact with our loved ones, with our friends, to be able to go out on a date to our restaurant or watch a movie at the theater. Our lives have drastically changed. And the truth is that even when the quarantine is over, our lives are not going to back, go back to normal, at least not the normal that we were used to before all this started. A norm is going to change. And it's going to fill with a lot of uncertainty and social distancing for a while. If you have any kind of investments, I'm sure you're really stressed and worried right now. If you have little kids at home, I'm sure you're stressed and overwhelmed right now. Having to work from home at the same time that you have to homeschool your kids, that can bring a lot of stress. Dealing with the news that someone that you know or close to someone that you know has contracted the virus, that generates stress. Today, I want to share with you, as I said, 13 tips to help you manage and cope with that stress and anxiety. So let's dig in. The first one, my first tip is to limit your news intake and get your information from reliable sources. Let's be realistic. Most people are over-consuming news these days. In our aim to stay informed, we have become, quote-unquote, 
obsessed with the news. Maybe that is a little bit of an exaggeration, but the reality is that we're consuming more news than we have ever or typically consumed before. And to keep things real, most of the news that we are consuming are negative. We are surrounded by bad news, no matter where we turn to look at. All this is fueling your stress and your levels of uncertainty and anxiety. That doesn't mean that you can't stay updated at all, but you might want to limit your news intake to no more than a few minutes once or twice a day. There is a lot of misinformation going around right now in social media. Users don't always take the time to fact check what they're sharing. So make sure that you're always going to reliable sources to stay informed. From my point of view, there's two sources that are the most reliable. That is the Center of Disease Control, the CDC, and the World Health Organization, the WHO. Those are good places to start to get updated on what's going on and to get advice on what to do. You might also look for your local government for updates or your family physician or a trustworthy news organization. Tip number two, focus on the good. As we said, we are surrounded by bad news everywhere. And when we immerse ourselves in that negative current situation, it's very easy to get stressed and feel overwhelmed. And while we can't deny that the current situation is really scary and challenging for many, there are also countless examples of people coming together and helping one another. Our community is coming stronger like never before. And that is something that we also need to focus on and celebrate. Think for a minute. What are some good things that have happened to you as a result of the current situation? Maybe you're spending more quality time with your family. Maybe you have been able to slow down and appreciate fresh air more than ever before. Maybe you have been able to reconnect with an old hobby or start a new one or a new project that you've been putting off for a while because you didn't have the time. Once daily practice that helps me focus on the good is my gratitude practice. Every morning, I write down the five things that I'm grateful for that happened in the last 24 hours. I have been doing this for almost a year now, and starting my day with this gratitude practice helps me stay more positive and more present and mindful throughout the day. I go through my day looking for things that bring me joy. Another practice that I started recently is a challenge of posting a picture of something that brings me joy every day. Something positive that has happened as a result of this challenging situation. Tip number three, change your mindset and your perspective. Mindset is everything. I have always believed that. I love this mindset shift idea it's about identifying the root cause of your stress and your anxiety and shift your internal narrative around those things. For example, if what brings you stress is the fact that you're stuck at home, 
change your internal narrative to think, oh, I get to be safe in my house and spend time with my family. If the root cause of your stress is the fear that you might get sick, you can shift your narrative and your perspective to, well, I can self-isolate, I can wash my hands, and this will significantly decrease the chances of me getting sick. I'm in control of reducing the chances of me getting sick. Maybe what is making you feel overwhelmed is that fear that you are going to run out of items that you need during the self-isolation. You can change your narrative or your perspective to think, you know, I have prepared for this. I have used and choose my items wisely. I can make a good use of what I have and get creative. And I have everything that I need right now. And if I need more, I can still go to the grocery store and take precautions. If the root cause of your stress is maybe that everything is shutting down and you're panicking, you can change your perspective and your internal narrative to tell yourself that the most important places, such as the medical centers, the pharmacies, the grocery stores, they're still open. Maybe the root cause of your stress and your anxiety is that there's too much uncertainty right now. While you can't control that situation around you, you can control your actions. You know, you can call your loved ones, you can get enough sleep, you can get proper nutrition, you can pray or meditate, you can do activities that you love at home that will help you during these difficult times. So remember, mindset is everything. You have control over your perspective and your attitude. So try to identify the root cause of your stress and your anxiety and change your internal narrative. Tip number four, maintain and establish a routine. I've talked about this before, but I feel it's so important that I want to address it again today. Try to stick to your normal activities as much as you can. Wake up, go to bed at the same time that you normally would. Maintain your regular meal schedules. And try to adapt here and there your daily activities where it's needed so you can create a new consistent routine for yourself. Maintaining your daily routines can provide you a sense of stability and that can help to better cope and manage the stress and that anxiety. Tip number five. Focus on the things that you can control. It's natural to be concerned about what may happen if you or someone in your family gets sick, if you lose your job, or your pay gets reduced, or your 401k goes down. The truth is, these are things you can control. And it's not helpful to worry about them even before they have happened. Focus on the things that you can control, like practicing social distancing, following the hygiene recommendations. Also, work on a contingency plan. Developing a plan can provide a peace of mind and putting it all together can help you to put all these worries to a side. Here's how you do that. Write down specific worries that you have about the coronavirus that 
and how it might disrupt your life. If you start feeling overwhelmed when writing these things down, take a break. Then make a list of all the possible solutions that you can think of. Try not to get hung up on the perfect options. Include whatever comes to your mind that could help to get by all these things. The third step is to focus on concrete things that you can problem solve or change rather than circumstances beyond your control. After you evaluated your options, draw up a plan of action. When you're done, set it aside and resist the urge to go back to it until you need it because the circumstances have drastically changed. Tip number six, give yourself some grace. Because we are stuck home, we believe that we need to be perfect. We need to be the perfect mom or dad, the perfect partner, the perfect employee. The truth is, it's okay not to be perfect. Not to be able to be in the moment with your children or partner all the time. Not to be able to focus all the time. You are not alone. So be kind to yourself. Think, what would you say to your best friend if he or she was struggling with these situations? Maybe you need to listen to that advice as well. Tip number seven, practice self-care. Find ways to relax and unwind every day. This might look differently for different people. It can go from adding a yoga routine to your day or taking a relaxing bath. Maybe for you means reading a book or meditate for a few minutes or go out for a walk or start a journal. Talking about journals, keeping a journal is a very common recommended practice to help cope with stress and anxiety. If you have never journaled before and you don't know what to start, go to the link in the notes of this podcast. I have added a summary of the podcast and some links to resources that can help you get started. I included my morning reflection, my evening reflection. I also included the journal that I personally use every day, which is actually one of the favorite parts of my morning routine. And also another couple of resources and options that can help you get started with journaling. Tip number eight. Stay connected with family and friends. We can still socialize while in social distancing. They should call social distancing physical distancing because we really don't need to distance ourselves socially for our friends and family. Phone calls, FaceTime, and Skype are all still great ways to connect. Reach out to your family and friends on a regular basis to check on them and talk about anything. Make it a priority to stay in touch with friends and family and don't let the coronavirus determine every conversation. Get creative, leverage technology to stay connected. Every Friday at work, we're doing Wind Down Fridays via Zoom. Last weekend, we did a four-way video call with my family through WhatsApp. Every morning, I join a virtual gym with friends via Zoom and we get opportunity to connect, chat, and keep each other accountable. I'm also thinking about scheduling a happy hour book club with some friends and maybe a family game night using video conferencing tools. 
Social media can also be a powerful tool, not only for connecting with friends and family and acquaintances, but for feeling connected in a greater sense of our community, our country, and the world. It reminds us that we are not alone. That being said, be mindful on how social media is making you feel. Don't hesitate to mute keywords or people who are exaggerating your anxiety and log off if it's making you feel worse. Tip number nine, stay busy and distracted. The worst thing that you can do is do nothing. Keep your mind occupied. Stay distracted through the day. Take time out for activities that you enjoy. Read a good book. Watch a comedy. Play fun board or video games. Make something, whatever it's a new recipe, a craft, a piece of art. It doesn't matter what you do if it takes you out of your worries. For those working from home, my one word of caution is to stay away from filling up your time with work only. I'm saying this because while we should be grateful for the fact that we have a job, there are many people who can say that. Many people have lost their jobs due to the current situation, but for those working from home right now, we're running to the risk that because we're home and we have to practice social distancing, we can gravitate towards work to fill up all our time. You need to change pace and a scenery. You need to do more than just work. Do your best and give your absolutely best at work, but also allow time to disconnect every day, to enjoy time connecting with others, to enjoy time doing the things that bring you joy, to recharge and take care of yourself. Tip number 10, get outside and stay active. A little sunshine and some fresh air can go long ways. Even a walk around the block can make you feel better. Just be sure to avoid the crowds, to keep your distance from people you encounter, and to obey the restrictions in your area. Staying active will help you release anxiety, relieve stress, and manage your mood. While the gym and the group classes are closed, you can still go for a walk or hike or do a home workout. There are many things that you can do even without any equipment. You can take a yoga class or exercises that use your own body weight. Check the link in the notes of this podcast for more free resources available during this quarantine to help you stay active while staying home. Tip number 11, dance it out. One great way to reduce stress, to get energized and change your mood is to dance it out. Put some music and dance. So dance like no one is watching because the reality is no one is. The good thing about being home in quarantine is that no one is watching you. So try some Amazon music with your Amazon Prime subscription, Spotify, Apple Music, whatever you have available. Just tune in and dance it out. Tip number 12, stay organized and keep your house organized. There is enough uncertainty and chaos happening outside of your home. Keep the inside organized, predictable, and clean. That can help you create an environment where you feel safe and comfortable. 
try to define spaces in a way that they allow you to shift your perspectives and your state of mind. I talk about this in my previous episode where I was talking with my brother about some tips for working from home. Define a workspace. Try to avoid eating and working in the same space, for example. Define a space where you're going to spend some me time, where you're going to relax. If you want to take this particular tip to the next level, in the link on the notes of this episode, I'm including a 30-day declutter your home challenge that you can consider to help you keep your house clean and organized. Finally, tip number 13, help others and don't be afraid to ask for help. Sometimes finding a sense of purpose in helping others can bring us inner peace and can help us cope with our own stress and anxiety. Think about who in your immediate circle of family, friends, co-workers, or neighbors can use some help with something. Or even think beyond your immediate circle. Here are some ideas of ways that you can help others in the middle of this challenging times. For example, by looking after yourself, you can look after others and help flatten the curve. You can also check in on elderly neighbors or reach out to people in self-isolation. You can donate to nonprofits that are helping to respond to the COVID-19 or any other of your favorite causes. You can volunteer for organizations that are providing critical services in your community. You can find rights for people financially impacted by quarantine measures. You can share positive news and acts of kindness with your community. You can avoid panic purchases and leave some left for those coming after you and those who don't have the financial liquidity to buy things up front and stock up. On the other hand, it's also very important that you're not afraid to reach out for help. Don't be afraid to reach out or ask for help. That doesn't make you weak. It makes you human. Just think about asking for help from this perspective. Asking for help is a win-win. You get the help you need and you give others the opportunity to feel fulfilled and find a sense of purpose because they were able to help you. Okay, you guys, those are the tips that I have for you today. Once again, I want to remind you that if you're feeling stressed, overwhelmed, or anxious right now, you're not alone. It's completely normal. Just take the steps to help you better cope with that stress and that anxiety. This shall pass. And at the end of this experience, we are going to come out stronger. Focus on the positive. Do something every day to take care for yourself. With that, I hope you guys have an amazing day. And if you like today's episode, as always, I'm going to ask you to go to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. Also, please share this episode with anyone that you think can benefit from today's content. And don't forget to subscribe to the Leading Yourself podcast. I'll see you again on another episode.